Hi, and welcome to the Reiki from the Farm podcast brought to you by me, Pam Allen LeBlanc from Hiddenbrook Farm. I am a scientist, a businesswoman, and a licensed Reiki master teacher with the International Center for Reiki Training. Each week in this podcast, you'll be entertained as you learn about a wide variety of relevant Reiki topics, helping you become a more knowledgeable and effective Reiki practitioner. We caution you, though, this podcast may also dramatically improve your life, and we are so happy that you're here. On this week's podcast, Simba has asked once again to be the guest. Simba had a very interesting week, and there were a lot of Reiki lessons in it that he wanted to be sure to share with you, as well as a really incredible healing opportunity that we're going to do with you at the end. And before we begin, I just want to let you know that if you do love animals and would like to learn to combine Reiki with animals, check out our December classes. It's Animal Communication, Animal Reiki, and Level 1 and 2 Reiki, which is a prerequisite for animal Reiki. I also want to let you know that we also have a full lineup of online classes in December. Or, Sorry, those classes are online in December. And we also have a full lineup of online classes in January. And in March, we'll be in Australia. We'd love to have you join us in person there. Our week this week after the podcast was really interesting. Simba and I were both so grateful and amazed at how many people and from how far away that they sent donations and sent well wishes and sent Reiki and he's so grateful to all of you. But last week on Wednesday we had a little surprise and the vet was, or sorry I guess it was Tuesday, his operation was supposed to be fairly simple and it was supposed to be underway but we got a phone call from the vet that the tumor was much more vascular than they had expected. And once they were able to examine it with the ultrasound, they had very real concerns that there was a chance that he would bleed out in the operation and not survive it. And so suddenly what began as a simple operation became much more complicated. And I know all of you listening have had something like that happen in your lives with a loved one or a lo- beloved pet where their health was threatened and there was a chance that you might lose them. And I know how difficult that might be for you. And so we thought we would share part two of Simba's story. Once we spoke to the vet and got that news, we decided to go ahead with the operation anyway because his chance of survival with that particular tumor were very low and we felt we would be better off to try and give him, and it was also growing very quickly, so even though we might get a bit more time with him, it may not be that long without the operation. And so we decided to go ahead with the operation. We had to have a donor horse on hand in case we needed a blood transfusion and The veterinarian was very clear that even a blood transfusion might not help him. The 
nature of the tumor was so vascular that there was a very real chance that he would bleed out. And my, as an empath, I could feel that she was very nervous and willing to go ahead with the operation because it was his best chance for a full, meaningful life, but also very aware of the risks and of course had to let me know what the risks were. But when you get news like that, you tend to panic and get a bit, you tend to worry, you tend to be afraid. And I've been very good in many areas of my life being able to transform fear and move into a place of being able to see and a good outcome. And I think it's really important that you are able to see a positive outcome because, of course, the universe always responds to your thoughts. And I simply couldn't, as hard as I tried, I would try to envision Simba coming home and I couldn't. I kept picturing that he wasn't going to make it. Every time I tried to get a vision of him coming home, it would just be fleeting. And I would get a picture of making arrangements for his ashes to come instead. And so for the entire day when I heard the news, I worked to try to change my attitude and be able to envision that positive outcome. I knew that he needed me to be able to hold that vision for him. And I, I just couldn't get it no matter how hard I tried. And when my daughter realized, Caroline, who rides Simba or used to ride Simba, how serious the operation was, she was quite upset because she hadn't had an opportunity to say goodbye to him before he left. And she knew that we may not be seeing him again. And so I did a lot of Reiki. I sent a lot of Reiki to Simba, and so did a lot of other people, so many other people. I really appreciate all of you who sent Reiki, and some of you sent donations for his operation, and I'm so thankful for that. That really helps, and in fact, I may put the, I will put the donation button in again this week in case any of you missed that and would like to contribute either with Reiki or a financial assistance. But I went to bed very concerned and nervous and still unable to get my thoughts positive. And I awoke suddenly at four in the morning, which for me, when I wake at four in the morning, and probably for a lot of you, that's the spiritual time when a lot of the spiritual messages come in. And I wondered to myself, Simba was a four-hour drive away, and I thought this would give us enough time if I go wake my daughter. We could drive like mad to be there and be able to see him before his surgery and be able to be outside the, the surgery, possibly. I wasn't sure. I knew we couldn't be in the surgery, but I thought maybe we could be close by. And if she did, or the surgeon did get into trouble, she would be able to let us know. And I really thought about that, and I felt into Reiki to find out, is that the solution? And am I awake at four o'clock in the morning so that we can get there and see him and be there with him for his surgery? And I heard very clearly, no. In fact, that's what the distance symbol is for. And I know that the distance symbol allows you to do everything as if you're with the animal yourself. 
And so I just began sending him distance Reiki. And the first thing that I felt was that it wasn't useful to him for me to send distance Reiki with worry and fear in my heart. And a lot of other people had been sending him distance Reiki, but we all felt worry and fear around this operation. It was a very significant one, and even the veterinarian felt worry and fear. And so what I was shown was, rather than sending Reiki to Simba, what I needed to do was use a technique that we teach in animal Reiki, where the divine animal kingdom surrounds an animal or a person or people in need and heals them. And I was shown that I could surround myself and Simba with the divine animal kingdom in order to release any worry or doubt or fear. And some of you who've listened to this podcast for a while, you've heard me talk about duality. And that's exactly what that is. All emotions and thoughts and energies that come from a place of love are on one side of things. And everything that comes from fear or hate or anger are on the other side of things. And that's duality. And I needed to release all of the fear-based energies, which were things like worry and concern and stress and doubt. And so I surrounded both Simba and I with the Divine Animal Kingdom and just specifically worked to release both of our worry and stress and fear and doubts and anxiety and so on. And at one point, I could, and actually I included my daughter, my uh, Caroline, in that as well. And at one point, I really felt like we got completely clear and I was going to be able to approach his operation from a place of love. But then I was made to understand, or I heard that I needed to surround all of the wonderful people that were sending Simba Reiki and energy and kind thoughts. And I needed to help them work on their worry and doubt and fear and duality. And so we surrounded Simba. And you're having a hard time, those of you watching on YouTube, Simba's rubbing himself on my husband. And so he's a little too close to the camera to see. Come on, you big goof. And so Simba and I, at between four and five in the morning, surrounded all of you that were thinking about him and loving him, and we surrounded you with the divine animal kingdom just to help let release any worry, doubt, fear, or anxiety, or any fear-based energies, thoughts, or emotions from the energy that you were sending. And it's really hard in situations like that to get yourself into a place where you can send without worry or fear. It's really natural. But it made me think of a message that a koala gave me once, and I was sending Reiki to the animals of Australia during the bushfires there a few years ago. And as I was doing that, um, the koala, a koala specifically came in and said to me, thank you for sending it without the heaviness of pity and so on, that so many people send energy and best wishes, but it's, I'll use the word contaminated, even though it's not maybe the best word, it's contaminated a little bit 
with all of this worry and doubt and pity and sorrow. And the koala showed me that they all, that was very heavy for them to carry, that they would appreciate the energy and the best wishes, but they appreciated it being sent without the heaviness that comes along with pity and so on. And so I, I was really reminded of that. And as I watched all of the doubt and anxiety and so on lift from the energy that was being sent to Simba, I also, I, it got to a point where I could see that it was all clear and that he was just receiving pure love from all of you without any fear or difficulty wrapped within it. And it all just began to feel really good. And I thought there, we've, it, it took about 40 minutes in total. And I thought there, this is a really good place to, to leave it. And I said, Simba, whatever you decide tomorrow, if you decide to stay or go, I completely understand. And he showed me actually how difficult it was for people who did lose a beloved pet and who were sometimes left with big vet bills and no animal at the other end of it. And so I had seen very clearly that for our next Reiki share in a few weeks, and I would love to have any of you who could to join us, we're actually going to lead a grief meditation in order to assist people who have experienced that type of loss, whether you've lost a beloved two-legged friend or a beloved four-legged friend. And I wasn't sure if that was the message because that was what was going to happen in Simba's case. And so if that might be why we were doing that Reiki share of, about grief. But I said I completely let go of any expectation or any attachment to the outcome. And I really, I really meant it. Like, whatever you need to do, Simba, I support that. And if I'm left with a vet bill and no horse, that's okay. And, but I, I left it in his hands. And as soon as I really let go of my attachment to the outcome, and I really meant it in my heart of hearts, I heard in the energy that there was something we could do to help the veterinarians beyond just sending Reiki as we were doing. And so I did spirit release on the tumor itself. And cancerous tumors really um, respond well to spirit releases, although sometimes you need several. And I'd been doing spirit release on that particular tumor. I'd done several over the last few months. And I was shown to just do one more and that might take the energy from the tumor. And another issue with that tumor is that it didn't have clear margins and it was really stretching out into all the space, like reaching out. It was no really defined shape. And I felt with the final spirit release that it just shrunk t a tiny, tiny bit, enough to give a slight margin for the removal of the tumor. And I knew that the skilled veterinarians at the University of PEI, these are the best surgeons available. I knew that they didn't need much. I knew that a tiny margin with their skill was going to be enough. And then the energy showed me that I could, that it could go around and cauterize each of the blood vessels that would cause a problem 
in Simba's case in his eye. And I love that I've learned to listen to the energy. And I'll do another podcast a little later on and probably an article in the Reiki News Magazine or elsewhere just to explain to you how I learned to listen to the energy and kind of what that feels like or sounds like and so on. But in the meantime, I just listened to the energy and I watched as holy fire and the animal Reiki energy went around to each and every problematic blood vessel and there must have been 40 of them and it cauterized them so that they were not going to cause any problems. The next day the surgery was at 9.30 in the morning and I was on tenterhooks all morning checking my phone every five minutes because if the veterinarian did need to put him down she did prefer to, I, I told her I didn't want him to suffer and so if she needed to put him down to go I trusted her decision but I knew that she would try to contact me before that and so even though I woke up very optimistic. I actually managed to get back to sleep after that, which is very unusual for me to be up for an hour intensely working and then be able to sleep again. But I knew I wanted a bit more sleep. And so every five minutes I was checking my phone to make sure I didn't miss her text or phone call. And originally, before we realized how complex the operation was, it was estimated to be a two-hour operation. And so it was with incredible relief at two hours and six minutes after the operation started. And I anticipated that with the complexity that this operation was going to take a lot longer. And yet two hours and six minutes after the operation started, I got a message from the veterinarian before it started and um, she fell in love with our big guy and had been giving him all of her apples in her lunch each day. And uh, I got a message from her two hours and six minutes after the operation with a beautiful photo of Simba back in his stall. She did a wonderful job on the operation. She did a wonderful job on the, on the scar and the way that, that she has it tidied up, the, the surgical scar. And she was an incredible communicator, an incredible person, I would say. So thank you, Dr. Else. And she messaged me that it all went well with minimal bleeding. And I almost dropped the phone because the ultrasound just the day before had shown that was not possible, that there was going to be so much blood, we needed a blood donor for a blood transfusion potentially and that there was a very high likelihood he would bleed out. So I'm just so in awe with the power of Reiki and I know that you are too. And what Simba wanted us to do this week was to ask you all to think about an area where you have doubt and so on because one of the things about setting a goal, if you really don't believe that goal is possible, it won't be. And so many times a lot of us set a goal. It might be financial, it might be around a job, it might be a health goal for yourself or for your beloved animals. It might be anything really. But if we really can't visualize that positive outcome and really hold that in our mind, we won't be successful. 
And Simba knows that, and I knew that too. I knew I needed to be able to get an image of him getting on that trailer and getting off of it. And by the time we were done releasing the doubt and worry and fear and duality, I could get that image and I could hold it. And as you can see from him happily out here munching with the herd today, that's exactly what happened thanks to his skilled surgeons and the wonderful people, the University of Prince Edward Island Veterinary Hospital. So I, so Simba really wanted to share this with you today and specifically share the healing. And I was shown that some of, even though you'll listen to it at different times with the distant symbol, that it is possible for Simba and I to surround each and every one of you with the divine animal kingdom. And in doing so, to release any doubts or worries or stress that you have in a particular area of your life that's important to you. Maybe it has to do with your health. Maybe it has to do with the loved ones health. Maybe it's financial. There are so many people that worry financially these days. Maybe it's about your career or your job or getting on your spiritual path. I'm not sure what it is for you, but if there's a goal that you've had that you just can't visualize that positive outcome, Simba and I would like to invite you to think about it today. We'd like you to think about the negative thoughts that run through your mind about this. Maybe you think you'll never be able to achieve it or accomplish it, or maybe you think you're not good enough. I don't know, but whatever it is that makes you unsure if you'll be successful at this, we'd like you to think about it. And I'd like to ask you that if all that worry and doubt and stress and so on, all of the fear-based negative emotions around your goal, if those exist in a part of your body, where would it be? And it's usually the first place that you think of before you give it too much thought. And even if you have to guess, that's all right. You're usually guessing in exactly the right spot. But the energy will find it no matter where it is. So you can't get this question wrong. And we'd like to ask you, once you know where that energy might be in your body, if that energy had a shape, what shape would it have? And if that shape had a color, what color would it be? And these are usually the first things that pop into your mind. And we'd like to ask if it had a surface texture, would it be rough and bumpy or would it be smooth? And does it have movement or is it quite still? Is it heavy and rigid or soft and flubbery? And once you have an idea of where your worries and fears and doubts are stored and what that energy looks like, we'd like to ask you one last question and that is, 
would you be willing to let this all go? And if you would, we're asking the Divine Animal Kingdom to surround you today and just help release the duality that you're experiencing around this situation so that you can let it go completely. And we just like to invite you to stay in this energy as long as you need, as long as you feel guided, allowing the divine animal kingdom to do the work that they need to for you so that you can release the duality that you feel around this. Whenever you feel that this is complete for you, we want you to go in and have a look at the shape you originally identified and just ask yourself this question. What percentage of that shape still remains? And just think of the first number that you come to between zero and a hundred. If there's any of that shape that remains, just please come back and listen to this exercise, this meditation, this podcast as often as you wish until that shape is gone completely. And you can have complete confidence that you can step into your own goal or objective or dream coming from a place of love, from a place where worry and doubt and fear can no longer intrude and can no longer prevent your goal from becoming a reality. So stay here as long as you'd like and thank you so much for listening today. Namaste. The Divine Animal Kingdom will stay with you as long as you need them. Aho.